Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Service continues on page 41. The Confession. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. I invite you to join with me either silently or aloud in the confession on page 41. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare us thou those, uh, spare thou those who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant your absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance and amendment of life, and grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, Christy, I'm going to pause for just a second and check in. Susie says she can see us, which is great. Christy said it's not downloading. Christy, I hope you're able to, to get us working here in just a minute. Um, all right. Well, we will continue on page with the invitatory in the Psalter. I'm on page 42. O Lord, open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If you want to go with me to page 45, I've got my notes next to me, um, in your prayer book, or if you would just want to scroll down on the website, you'll see the Jubilate on page 45. And we'll say it together, you can say it either silently or aloud, but please join with me. Be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with the song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Beautiful, isn't it? Our psalm today actually assigned uh, in the lectionary. It's not a psalm at all today, which is really unusual. Uh, it happens a couple times in the Advent season. Uh, instead of a psalm, it is Canticle 4, which if you want to look in your prayer book, it's found on page 50. It's the Song of Zechariah. If you just scroll down, if you just keep scrolling on the website, you'll find it. But it's Canticle 4, the Song of Zechariah. I invite you to join together 
Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through thy tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If you want to move over to the lectionarypage.net, you'll find a calendar, and on that calendar you can click on the day. And so click on today, which is the second Sunday of Advent, year C, and you will find the reading. First reading is from Baruch. Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe of the righteousness that comes from God. Put on your head the diadem of the glory of the everlasting. For God will show your splendor everywhere under heaven. For God will give you evermore the name, righteous peace, godly glory. Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height. Look toward the east and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that God has remembered them. For they went out from you on foot, led away by their enemies. But God will bring them back to you, carried in glory as on a royal throne. For God has ordered that every high mountain and the everlasting hills be made low, and the valleys filled up to make level ground, so that Israel may walk safely in the glory of God. The woods and every fragrant tree have shaded Israel at God's command. For God will lead Israel with joy in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that come from him. Here ends the reading. You want to move back over to your prayer book or to the prayer book online? Our response to our first reading is Canticle 3, which is found on page 50. Canticle 3, very familiar for this time. Canticle 3, the Song of Mary, joining together. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant Israel as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We continue with our readings. 
Philippians 1, 3 through 11. Thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about all of you because you hold me in your heart. For all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best, so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. The word of the Lord. In response to our second reading, we will read together Canticle 5, found on page 51, the Song of Simeon, also known as the New Genesis, page 51 of your prayer book, the Song of Simeon. Let us join together. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen this at thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our gospel reading for today is Luke 3, 1 through 6, which you can find on the lectionary page website or in your Bible, Luke 3, 1 through 6. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Eritrea and Trachonitis and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region about the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight, every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. All right. Oh, Christy got it. Wonderful. Good to see a few more people have been able to join in. So in our readings for today, um, it's very fitting. I, I would turn the, the computer around, but I'm afraid I would never be able to get it suited. But I can look out and see the mountains in the distance. Our house, the back of our house faces uh, sort of towards Black Mountain, Black Rock Mountain. And I, I think about our beautiful mountains and how much we love them. <clears throat> but then the different paths that we can drive across the mountains and the difference between, say, the road from here to Highlands, which curves around the mountain uh, and hugs the side of the mountain and goes up and down. Um, very tricky to do in a school bus, by the way. Uh, but what that's like to travel up and down the mountains, how much longer it takes and how arduous that makes the journey, uh, especially if you get motion sickness at all, versus when we are able to travel on the major interstates and the highways to be able to go up 23, certainly, but of course across 40 
and how those interstates have been carved through the mountains. And because of bridges, we're able to go across the deep valleys and several big tunnels, we can actually go through the mountains. Uh, in our reading from Baruch and also in our gospel reading, we talk about one, God making straight the path of the Lord. Uh, and really the path, is, he's talking about the path that would bring the exiles back home again. Uh, those who are out in the diaspora to make their journey easier, that God will do that by filling in the valleys and leveling out the mountain, uh, the paths through the mountains so that it's a straighter path, an easier path, an easier route. And similarly, we have in our call from John in our gospel reading for today, that we do that work, right, in preparation for the coming of Christ into the world. In his case, the beginning of Christ's ministry, but as we are in Advent season, we think about in two ways the coming of Christ. The first being uh, every day in our lives, actually three we could say, every day in our lives is a regular coming. Uh, the off spoken of and misunderstood second coming of Christ and preparing for that, and certainly preparing for the remembrance of the incarnation with Christmas coming. I can't believe that we only have like 15 days before Christmas Eve and all of our wonderful celebrations with the coming of Christ in the world. But us preparing that way and using the same language that Baruch used of filling in the valleys and leveling out the mountain path. Uh, thinking about that in scripture, and it's interesting, in the past I have tended to hear that as everything's gonna be fine and Perfect, and that's our. It's hard to sort of level those things out. But once we have the path leveled and the mountains leveled and the valleys filled in, that once we make straight the path of the Lord, everything's done. Then, right? Like that's that's the hard work is just preparing the ground, and everything's taken care of after that. But this week, I began to hear these readings and read them, look at them a little differently. In that, Christ is talking about, and the scripture is talking about, making a journey easier, but not getting rid of the journey. I hadn't really thought about that before this week, but in both passages, there's still a journey to be taken. There's still a road to be walked. It's not that uh, we are, if you will, in Star Trek terms, teleporting or um, uh, being beamed up from place to place, that there's no passageway to be taken then because we're all together magically in one place but rather there's still there's still a journey there's still a path there's there's still a, a way to walk that is essential you know it's one thing to say that the that the roadway is clearer sort of looking out today the reason we're not gathering is because of the snow and ice that some people have in their part of the county we're going to wait for those roadways to be clear and we'll be back together again next week. It's, it's one thing to talk about clearing the road. It's another thing to say the road isn't there at all. And I, I appreciate that in scripture, the road is still essential. It's still necessary. It's still important. There's something to the journey. In the passage from Baruch, it's talking about bringing people closer into community again and making the path from them to us easier and clearer so that they have a straighter path to return home again. I love that idea of returning home uh, and making a, a good pathway for people to return home. And in the passage in John's Gospel, it's talking about our own pathway, uh, not John's Gospel, Luke's Gospel, John's talking, 
uh, in making our own pathway between us and God clearer, you know, clearing up the three, making it straight. Um, but that pathway is still there, which recommends that separation from community, separation from home, and separation from God, it recommends that those things are natural, are a part of our faith journey. I can't tell you how many times people come and see me and they apologize for not being in church, um, or maybe they're having a crisis of faith and are struggling with uh, feeling close to God, whereas in the past they've always felt God's nearness in a very intense way, but but for the first time in their lives maybe, God seems so distant from them and they, they hunger for that closeness again and that intimacy again, and they apologize for it. I, I guess it's a normal uh, function, I mean, a, a side effect of, of my function as a clergy person that people want to have the right answers, that their relationship with God is always perfect, that their relationship with the church is always perfect, that their relationships with one another are wonderful and everything's fine. Uh, and so they apologize when it's not, but here's the thing. What I hear in scripture for us today is that separation from God and from one another, a distancing from community, from family, uh, and from God himself, that's that's a natural part of the faith journey, you know, that that's part of being alive. That's as much a part of discipleship as the most intimate moments that we have with God. And they're to be expected and not to be apologized for, but instead, I hear in our readings this week a, a call to something different rather than shame or guilt or embarrassment about those times in our lives when we just, we just aren't there, you know, uh, that coming to church sometimes is a struggle, or when we're there, we're, we're doing pretty well just to sit and just be present, but not fully engage in the worship service and in the liturgy. Or maybe we're, we're having a time where really we're connecting with God outside of the church walls and not with the people with whom we expect to connect with God, right? Our fellow churchgoers and disciples. Rather than feeling embarrassed and ashamed by that, uh, I think I would love to see us see that as an opportunity and as a natural part of our faith journey. Um, because what we have in our promise in the scripture today is that if we're willing to take the journey, God's going to work really hard to make it as easy as possible, but the journey's still to be had, right? We still have to do the walking. We still have to take the passageway because there's so much to be learned in that. There's so much to be had in a journey and making it from one place to another. We don't learn anything. We don't take responsibility. We don't deepen our faith if that is taken away from us, you know? If somehow people magically fix things for us with us having to do some hard work of getting there. I think about times when I really needed to struggle with, with my own relationship with God and with my relationship with other Christians. I still struggle with that. Uh, certainly. Um, there's good work in that struggle. There's good work in that journey. So I invite you today and in the week ahead and as we're working through the season of Advent, one, let's do the basic work. Like what does it look like to clear the pathway for, for God and for us and for other people? What does it look like to fill in those valleys? What mountains do we need to kind of smooth out a little bit that are keeping us separated or making the journey more difficult in that relationship between us and other people and between us and God. So just the basic work of that, that is kind of the expected uh, conversation for today of how
how do we need to clean house a little bit and, and clear up our paths? But also, the second bit of that is, what is the journey that needs to be taken? What are the lessons that, that we need to be learning that will help us get closer to God and make that connection? Uh, once we've cleared the path, then what are the steps we need to take? Like, what is our commitment to, great, we've done the work of filling in the valleys and, and and sort of burrowing through the mountains or leveling them out. We've done that work, but now are we willing to then take some steps on the path and walk, move, do, be committed to actually reaching out to one another, making the journey from one to the other, not just sitting and waiting maybe for someone else or God to do that work, but for us to get out there on the journey and the pathway. So. I wish you many blessings in this Advent season, in the hard work of clearing the paths and actually being willing to take the journey. I wish you much elbow grease to do that work and even more courage to be willing to start walking. Once we start walking, sometimes we find how exciting it is and we actually start running. So I hope you find yourselves running, running headlong into this work, headlong towards one another, headlong towards God and Christ anew. Amen. All right, we're going to continue with the Apostles' Creed. If you want to scroll down on the lectionary page, uh, or if you are in um, your prayer book, it's on page 53. Page 53, let's join together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the prayers. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So continue. You can flip to the next page or scroll further down. We're going to do the suffrages B, setting B for the suffrages. I'll read both the versicle and the response, uh, but I invite you to join in the responses. The Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and fill them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name forever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Our collect of the day you can find back on the dictionary page. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, 
that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We continue with the Colic for Sundays, found on page 56 of the prayer book. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, grant us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy favor, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for the renewal of life. O God, the King Eternal, who dividest the day from the night and turnest the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep thy law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done thy will with cheerfulness while it was day, we may, when the night cometh, rejoice and give thee thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We continue on page 58 with a collect permission. For Jesus Christ, who did stretch thine arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of thy saving embrace. So clothe us in thy spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know thee to the knowledge and love of thee, to the honor of thy name. Amen. We continue with the general thanksgiving, found on page 58. Mighty God, Father of all mercies, we thy unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. We beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Let us continue with the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, who hast given us grace at this time with one accord to make her common supplication unto thee, and hast promised through thy well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, Thou wilt be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions of thy servants as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come everlasting life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us all with joy and peace and believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in this personal boxes Thank you all for joining us in our experiment today. Uh, you'll have to give us some feedback and let us know how it went.